starts. <laughs> How do you want to get this started? All right, uh, fuck it. Welcome to Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. <laughs> this is day with a straight face, bro. All right, uh, okay. <clears throat> and it hear the wind pipes. <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome to Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. This is episode one, or maybe episode zero, depending on how I'm feeling when I, when you actually put this online. But um, yeah, welcome. I'm your co, one of your co-hosts. My name is Chiso. My name is Noble. I'm your co-host, I guess. <laughs> is that what yeah. we call it? Co-host. Okay. Yeah. Co-host? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it only makes sense, right? There's yeah. only two of us. We can't have a, a host and two pilots. Yeah, produ- like I'll, I'll be like co-host slash producer. You know. Oh yeah, you're producing now. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, send, I'm sending you the stems to edit them. Okay, wait, let's, we'll talk. <laughs> I like the name, I didn't talk about the work. <laughs> All right, no, 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 I'll, I'll do the editing. All right, well, um, still, welcome. Um, this is, yeah, it's going to be a basketball podcast, as you can imagine from the uh, iconic logo, not iconic, but from the logo there. Uh we're going to be talking about basketball, everything NBA related, and whatever else just comes up in the meantime. Um, bit of background. So how me and Noble met. Met in high school. CIC, Hamilton. Anyone who's been out there, you know, represent. Um, mm. we, we don't really have gang signs yeah. over there, but still. About much. That was that place was the middle of nowhere. All we did, we spent so much time running for bus. That's why we're all athletic, bro. Yeah. We spent so much time running for buses because if you missed your bus, you had to walk. No one could even do the walks, bro. It was like forty minutes anywhere. Yeah. If if you if you missed your bus, you had to run places. Yeah. yeah and like even the closest grocery store was like a twenty, like what, 15, 20 minute walk away. Walk, well, yeah. No frills. Nowhere. Yeah. That shit was crazy. But still, we survived that. Um, met in, that was my grade 11 year. That was your grade 12 year. Yeah. And he ended up going to, Noble ended up going to Carlton. And I went to Carlton as well, because partly because he recruited me and told me that the, the school was dope and everything there was just, was fire. I, so. I was blessed and there wasn't a lie. Yeah. I didn't get to play a lot of it, but it wasn't a lie. I mean... The, the open gym runs were fired. It wasn't good enough to make the, the school team, but, you know, still, the, the school won, what, 13 straight championships? Bro. Uh, I, I was part of that. Exactly. From the, fan, from the fan section, but I was still part of it, so, you know. Yep. Loudest, you know. I went to one game in four years. Oh, dude, it, in, in fourth year, I actually started going, not fourth year, but after I graduated, I actually started going to a couple more games. Those guys are nice, bro. Yeah. You know, I spent so much time watching them practice. That's why I probably didn't go. Mm, that makes sense. And they would come kick us out. Like, exactly. The, 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 I don't know. Whoever's been to the Carlton gym or pretty much any gym, like, there's a lot of hoops around. And, like, when we're doing open ball, like, playing open ball, sometimes the Carlton team will come up and just kind of put the divider down. They take half the court for, like, two people, and then there's 40 people now running they- around them. 
another half just court. Just super shooting. Like, you could do that <laughs> on one rim and on the corner of the court on one rim. I even let people play on the other side, but nah. Nope. I guess, you know what? When you're playing like that, you need your ears focused. The air got to be a certain kind of degree or something. Yeah. So too many bodies fucks up the air for them. 100%. So, yeah. Uh, so from Carlton, Noble moved to the UK. And... Yeah. And gang, yeah, I'm in it now. <laughs> I'm in it now. He's but four, four. <laughs> yeah, and this is when we decided to, to start a podcast in the middle of a, of a pandemic. That's all it took. Um, but we've been thinking about it for a little bit, like almost a year now, I, I, I think. Yeah, actually, it's been cooking for a while. Yeah. And yeah, so finally decided to do it. Started the 2020, 21, 2021 season. And uh, yeah, welcome. And uh, let's kind of, you know, pretty much get into it. This is what, December 5th. Uh, biggest trade to happen so far, or, or biggest or and most recent trade was uh, Russell Westbrook to Washington SB. and John Wall yeah. to TV games. Just pointed that out. Yeah. Okay. Zero games too. Uh, I know. I know we don't really. We're not really relevant, but that just hurts to see as a fan. I mean, but on, on the bright side, though, Westbrook is he's going to a goodish team. Like the team isn't great, but him and Bradley Beal are definitely making the playoffs now. Yeah, because they still have Rui Hachimura. They have the. I think Marge Wagner from Lakers is over there. He was doing good for. Them. Yeah, I mean, they, they have, have Thomas Bryant. Yeah, like they have a pretty decent squad, and like to me, it's the East. It's at the end of the day, it's the East, and Westbrook has pretty much taken every team has been onto the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. The Raptors got weaker too, so true. Yeah, there's definitely an upset coming in the East this year. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the uh, let's see if the Hornets are gonna do anything. Do you think so? Lamelo Ball, Gordon Hayward. I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's enough. Not to stop Washington, like not to stop Westbrook at least. Because think of it, last year um, Orlando made it to the playoffs. Like, Atlanta, they're this year though. This year they're serious. Yeah, Atlanta is serious. But then like the bottom half of the East last year anyways was pretty trash. Yeah. Right? So you're looking, or maybe not trash, but it was like Brooklyn Nets without uh, KD and Kyrie. Yeah, Fit- Brooklyn was. Uh, Orlando was there, and who? Okay, Miami was fucking good. Uh, Indiana, I, I feel like maybe Indiana might take a step back this year. Flat, bro. Yeah, no, they were just they were just a worse version of all the other teams. And Washington was like just at the ninth spot, so they were right there to to make the playoffs too. Mm-hmm. So it's like you add Westbrook to because carrying the whole team, like yeah. he, bro. I have never seen Neil's his shoulders after last season, bro. Someone needs to go measure that shit. They increased by at least 20 meters, bro. Yep. He okay. carried that whole squad. Like on nights, there would be literally nights where no one would want to score. He would pass up to people for open layups, bro. And I seen this man just get mad and just score 40 points in the second half just because no one else was gonna score. Yep. And, and they then... and they would lose. Yep. So to me, and John Wall obviously didn't play uh, all of last season because of injuries. So 
you add Westbrook to with Bradley Beal's performance from last year, and for sure they like they're at least able to crack, to to crack that eighth seed. I think even higher. Yeah, yeah making but, the playoffs. Yeah, but then if on I, they, so they, I score Brooks. There's what? Did they fire Scott Brooks? Oh, no. Scott Brooks is still there. Oh, yes. Perfect. You know what? Washington has been my team in the East ever since Scott Brooks went there. Oh, yeah? He, yeah. Makes sense. I, I always wanted John Wall to come to Washington for Westbrook. I always wanted that trade to happen. That was my dream fantasy. But I was like this. I always imagine that there's no reality where Russell Westbrook and John Wall will be traded straight up. Like, it didn't make sense. Um, but I guess it happened just not the way I wanted it. But from time, I'm saying like maybe six years ago, when John Wall was he, he wasn't even shooting threes at all. He was just but his mid range and his athleticism and his point and his vision was just it was so much more controlled than West, West Westbrook's um madness. Like Westbrook's even a little bit more controlled now. To be honest, he's not as wild as he was before. He oh, yeah. used to be crazy mental. Yeah, as an eighty fan, bro, he used to make me want to punch punch the screen so bad. But that that's an interesting uh, an interesting take, just because Westbrook for or, or not Westbrook for um, KD and John Wall together. I'm trying to imagine that pairing. I'm not. I feel like it could work, just because I feel like KD could play with anyone. Yeah, and John Wall would give the ball up more, a lot more than. Um, freaking Westbrook did like he would not want to dominate the ball. Like, even did you see with Bradley Beal? He was already giving up, giving up the ball to Bradley Beal in the final seconds. True. And that's Bradley Beal, not Kevin Durant, bro. True, true, yeah. That, 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 that. true point guard, like true, true point guard. Yep, yeah. yeah. That, 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 have actually been a pretty sick pairing for the West. And then you would have still had Ibaka back then, um, Stephen Adams. That could have okay, been a pretty good team. Yo, my team got torn apart, bro. Oh, man. That Damian Lillard short. That, it's still Damian Lillard's fourth. No matter how it This is all fucking Lillard's fault. Oh, man. That bye-bye was crazy. Oh. We're still feeling it till today, bro. Last season was just like a fight. It was just like, okay, we just put some respect on our name. But yeah. we still try but put some respect on that day. <laughs> Yo, but then, uh, honestly, like right now, I don't know ex- like what is happening with that OKC roster. Can you can you explain your thunder to me a little bit? Uh, let me see. As far as I know, we have Shea. We have Shea Gilgis. Okay. Yeah, we have uh, LeCue. Jordan LeCue, the guy from Suns, I think. Do we still have Kelly Oubre? I think we have Kelly uh, Oubre. No, Oubre is now with the Warriors. Oh, do, do, did we get anyone back for him? Uh, I think it was Picks. Okay, you know what? I need to, I need to check this properly. Yeah, so because when I when I look at the the like I looked at the the team at the start of free agency and like before the trades and everything. And it was like, okay, cool. You made the playoffs last year. You're probably not, you're definitely not winning a championship with that team. So you could run it back and, you know, still give Shea some time to grow because I feel like that pairing with him and Chris Paul was kind of working. And he was still, clearly still learning from a guy like Chris Paul who's just fucking goat, um, the goat point guard. So it's like you, you let him learn from CP3 and then you could kind of maybe after next year or the following year, you know, 
trade Chris Paul, do whatever the case, and then have Shea run your run the offense, be the, the star of the show and the face yeah. of the franchise. But then you trade Chris Paul away and then get Al Horford, but then trade Stephen Adams and Nerlings Noel is gone. So like now I'm wondering what exactly like is this supposed to be a playoff team next year? Like if not, then why no, bring definitely. on that bring on that big big ass playoff? Nah, I think we are hopeful we're either going to flip it. Yo, first of all, do not ever, ever in your life question question my man, okay, Sam Presti. Sam Presti has all his vision is legendary. I, I have absolute, I think he's the reason, he's the reason why I remain the fan of OKC because I always felt like with him at the helm, even if things aren't going right, he's going to find a trade or he's going to do a couple of trades He's going to put us in a position to win. That's always his goal, his end goal. So, he knew and I knew very much that even with CP3 and everyone punching way above their weight last season, that team wasn't going to win anything this season except something radical happened. So he was like, okay, calm. He flipped it out and he's gotten, a, he's gotten some players. Yeah, he got a half his big contract. I don't know if we're going to flip that or not. Trade season's not over. Most likely we're going to move him to some, someone who's trying to win because Al Hofford is still valuable. He's not that valuable with us. And even if he's with us, I'm sure he's going to play his life out so he can get a better contract somewhere. So he's going to be valuable as a trade piece later. He's trying to he's trying to train the young boys, basically. Grow the homegrown talent. Shea is going to still be there. Hamlo Diallo, Lugan Dort is going to have a bigger role. Darius Bazed is going to have a bigger role. Trevor Reza is there to like give like veteran support, but they're probably going to move him tied to Rome. He's a young guard, Justin Jackson. They have some good young guys, TJ Leaf, TJ Leaf too, Darius Miller. Um, um, so I don't know. We're not, we're definitely not going to win this year. That's not our goal. I think it's just training all the guys in the squad to be better, and then we're going to flip those picks into something serious next summer. All right. So you think playoffs this year? Where, like, if you were to pick one, one through eight, what do you think you guys are ending I'm up? Gonna- we're not making the playoffs this year, except you know, we go on like some stupid like, I mean everyone gels together and plays to the absolute best. Then we make the playoffs. But I'm sorry, the competition in the West is just way too much. We have nothing proved. We have no proven guys. This roster is I don't know how many players we have that from last season. Maybe like six players. None of them are starters. Like all the guys we had were like bench players we don't have the major the only major player i think is the major players are shea and dort all right no one else is there uh, anyone else i mean the major minutes for us that's coming back no no one else that i can think of right now yo if you had to pick someone who's who do you think is having the the best off season so far or pick a team rather mm. Hmm. Hmm. I'm to figure that out. You know what is the fucking reach that keeps get that keep getting richer? Yeah, the Lakers. Oh. The Lakers. I mean, I should have I should have had the, the Lakers with you on, but I feel like you know the, the gold is enough to to let you know where I stand. Uh, <laughs> but then I don't think we're doing the video version of, of this one today, or we're not posting the video rather. So. Yeah, I'm a Lakers fan. He's an OKC fan. 
And my Lakers are, I mean, we are making some moves um, with, um, what's his face? Uh, Montrez. I think Montrez is the, is the one that I don't love, but I like it. Like, I, I like the move, but I don't love it. Just because he, as, like, he brings offense, but then the offense he brings is not necessarily what we need. No, he brings toughness, though. He brings energy, too. Yeah, but then that Lakers team was already tough from last year, bro. Like with Dwight, McGee, um, AD. But Dwight like, Philly, though, right? So yeah. he's going to Dwight. And I don't mind Montrez taking over Dwight. Because I'm, I'm sorry, you guys have big bodies, bro. Like that's never going to – it's never not going to go away. Having a little bit more finesse with the big bodies is always a plus. Yeah, but then you think – Last year, like one of the big reasons why the Lakers, were, like, or in my opinion, why they went far, was because of that like rim protection. So like, whatever happens on the perimeter, like you know, you can force guys to to the paint, and you have AD, McGee, and Dwight back there just sending yeah. shots away. Okay, so, but like, McGee's still there, right? No, McGee got traded. Oh, where is he now? I uh, don't know, but then Lakers, uh, they traded him because we got uh, Marc Gasol, who is okay. like a good, oh. smart defender, but not like he's yeah. not the same Marc Gasol from yeah. four years you ago got, where he was just a different yeah, defense player every year. Down there in the paint, yeah. Yeah, but on the bright side, he does bring better shooting. Yeah. And with uh, offense, I feel like, but yeah, I feel like also in that playoffs, a lot of times you guys got hung on offense. True. Like True. it was the in the the bucket. You guys could not buy a bucket. Like when you're hot, you're hot. But I think you're trying to uh, you guys are trying to go from a streaky team that LeBron has to pull to like a team that can just perform every night like a well-oiled machine, basically. Yeah. Like the offense will definitely be better this year. I'm just I'm just worried because whenever in my opinion, whenever teams go like from an offensive mindset to sort from a defensive like mentality to an offensive like offense first mentality, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes things go wrong. And mm-hmm. I think like for example, like I think that's part of maybe not necessarily part of where um, rock the Rockets went wrong, but then like Rockets before were a pretty good defensive team. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, no, I small ball, and then it's like okay, we're gonna go all in on offense. And then, like, even hire a coach who, in Mike D'Antoni, who was just, like, offensive focus, and then your defense falls apart. And even if even if you're outscoring most teams in the regular season, you get into the playoffs and, like, all that starts falling apart because teams are better defensively and you're just giving up buckets. You know what? I actually think it's the opposite. Yeah? I think, it was like, the defense got way better, but then the offense wasn't good enough anymore because they were making shots. Like... But then, I feel like, like, they, they, yo, I watched, like, I didn't really watch the game against the Lakers because I already knew what, what was going to happen after the first two games. Um, but I used, I watched them against OKC, and I can tell you that it wasn't offense who that won, it was defense, bro. Like, even on, like, the freaking thing was a block from Harden. That was the last play of the game of the whole series. The whole game, it was defense because OKC is a very, very, very good defensive team. I were very, structured offensive team usually but you guys had us scrambling like for the first two three games until we finally regained that composure i think mm-hmm. um but it was well, what am i saying you guys houston 
Um, but Houston had um, no Houston was a very very much improved defense. Like their defense was, it was not the. I need to know. I need to check the facts. But I know pre bubble rating versus post bubble. Maybe only the Lakers might have had better defense than them. Yeah, like going into the bubble, I remember they they had the best defense for the first like couple weeks in the bubble before they faced the Lakers and got absolutely destroyed. But I feel like yeah. that was just one of those like weird bubble things because the entire regular season Houston's defense wasn't that that good. So like there's I think there was definitely something that happened in the bubble where teams were just better. Uh, no, or rather, some teams are better and some teams got worse. It was like the intent is like well, first of that time off. Mm-hmm. And then the focus is there because, like, the end of the season is right there. Everything we're playing for is right here. Everything is restarted. We can, we have a shot at this. We can win, blah, blah, blah. So everybody had more motivation. Yeah, that makes sense. But, yo, you know, my, my, uh, my team to, that's having the best season or the best offseason so far, I'm kind of torn between Atlanta and the Suns. Oh. Because to me, like, yeah, the Lakers got good, but it's like when a championship team adds a few players and loses a few players, to me, it's like maybe you gained, like, a few points, like, like in, in terms of... Um, so if, okay. if, you, if your team was already, yeah. like, a four-star team, maybe, like, you're now a four-and-a-half-star team. But then you look at yeah. the Hawks last year, and let's see, what was where, where were they on the standing last year, actually? Bro, they were 20... Yeah, so they're fourteenth in the in the East, and I think they have the, like a good chance to make the playoffs right now. No, they don't have a good chance. They're definitely making the playoffs. Yeah, so it's like you add Bogdanovic, you, you, you add Clint Capella, uh, Gallo, uh, Solomon Hill is all right, but then you add Rondo as well. It's like that's a that's a squad, man. That's a squad. And you still have DeAndre Hunter, yeah. Trey Young, Tony Snell, Cam Reddish. Yeah. Like, powerful. What's his name? John Collins. Wasn't there their power forward? Yeah, John Collins. Yeah. Like, that's a squad, man. And he's a player. So, like, you go from, like, a two-star team to, like, a, or maybe maybe even a one-star team. Because at that point, you're, like, you're not even getting the invite to the bubble. Experience, bro. If that's okay. I I love to play with them. Like I always love to play at Atlanta because they have so much promise. They have so many skilled players. They just need to get it together. And now yes. I think that they have the piece to, to do it for them. Yeah. So to me, like the guy is there. I'm not sure. Um, what's his name? Jabari Parker. Uh, Jabari. I think Jabari moved elsewhere because I don't I don't see him on the like on their active roster on the website. So I don't think he's there anymore. Man, that, that draft of Jabari Parker going two and Ed Wiggins going one, that looks like, well, it, 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 it doesn't look like <laughs> the, the smartest one to. But then again, there's the Lonzo and uh, Marco Fultz that's even more recent. Look, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that that might be like the worst one to uh, draft picks in, in a long time. And then you look at uh, Phoenix. With uh, Chris Paul, Dario Saric, uh, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker. I mean, Frank Kaminsky campaign. I feel like they, they have a pretty pretty good squad. And then they added someone else. Who is it? 
they added someone recently. No, it wasn't Trevor. I'm looking it up. Oh, Jay Crowder. That was who, Jay that's Crowder. who it was. Jay Crowder. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they actually That's a have, sick pickup. Yep. A 3 and D guy who brings toughness. Especially so coming starting point from guard, Miami. Guard Devin Booker. Setting small fours, probably Jay Crowder. Yep. Studying power four, Darius Sarich, most likely. Yep. And then, and then Aiton. Yep. And off the bench, you have Mikhail Bridges. You have Frank Kaminsky, Jalen Cam- Smith, Cameron Payne, Langston Galloway, Abdul Nader from each one more. Yeah. That's a pickup. Yeah. So they've got a they've got a pretty good team now in the West. Uh in the West, who does that bump out of the playoffs in the West? First of all, OKC, OKC is out. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay, OKC is out, but then okay, you put Phoenix there. I don't San Antonio always just has a way of just hanging around the playoffs for long enough to kind of get back in contention. Golden State uh, is back. New Orleans, because you cannot forget New Orleans. They got True. better. True. Actually, did a, New Orleans get better though? They got Steven Adams. Yeah, but then they traded uh what's it, Javalde. Uh yeah, but I feel like they had too many guards. Even there was too many, there were too many cooks in that pot. Like Drew Holiday and Lonzo Ball, um, they could not play together at the same time, and they're both too much. Like they're both too good to be coming off the bench for each other. If you make sense. Yeah, but I feel like uh, maybe I just didn't watch enough uh, New Orleans games last year. But... AJ Redick is just that shooter. Like AJ Redick is the two. He's he's the, he is the shooter guy Dude. for now. And he is good enough at what he does. Like, bro, he's, I'm not going to lie, the way he shoots, bro, he's one of, he doesn't, he deserves a lot of credit. He is a shooter. JJ hurt my feelings when he went, when he went to, uh, to OKC instead of going to, not to OKC, to no one instead of going to the Lakers. That, that one hurt my feelings, man. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, but I guess like I'm looking at the standings right now, and Golden State was number 15 last year. They're probably going to make the playoffs this year. Are you um, sure about? I mean, I, here's the thing: I wouldn't put it past them, right? Because Clay is out, but then you're getting Steph back, getting Draymond Green back. Um, you just had what I can't. Who was the center that they picked up? Number two or number three? Wiseman, the the rookie guy. Yep. Um, and then you still have Andrew Wiggins. Uh, like, I'm not. I'm not. And then bench. They have. Do they have a bench though? Here's the thing. I'm. I'm just not going to put it out. Like out of reach for them. Yeah, but I'm talking off of right. Off of the strength of the players they have right now. What can we predict? I don't want to say suppositions or assumptions or anything. And I think that. Probably. Well, actually, let's count it out. I think. Okay. Okay, you know what? Are, are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? 100. Are the Lakers going to win the championship is the question. 
Yeah, okay. Are the Clippers going to make the playoffs? Yep. Are the Nuggets going to make the playoffs? Yep. Are the Jazz going to make the playoffs? Uh, probably. The Thunder are not going to make the playoffs. Are the Rockets going to make the playoffs? Depends. Depends on what they do with uh with Harden, but so far what? it looks like they will. So PJ Tucker is still there, right? Yeah. So they might, who is their coach though? Uh, they hired this new guy. I don't know his name, but then he's uh, it's his first head coaching job. He's been an assistant coach for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I've heard, um, like people around the the league talking about, you know, he's been an assistant coach for so long, and he's one of the guys who's just really really smart. But obviously, no one knows him because he hasn't gotten a head coaching job before. So I wouldn't know, but. Supposedly, he could be a good, a good coach for them. And then now you got John Wall, James Harden, DeMarcus Cousins talking about egos and egos and egos. Good oh, job. Bro. I feel like John Wall and uh, and Cousins co work just because, like, they, they both went to college together. They're apparently really close friends, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then to me, the problem there is just the injuries, man. Like, we mm-hmm. haven't seen both these guys on the court for almost two years. Like, mm-hmm. there's definitely going to be some rust. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if they both stay healthy the entire season, like, at least half that season is going to be them just trying to get that rust off. Because Cousins didn't play last year, didn't play the year before. Same thing with, uh, with John Wall. And they're both coming off Achilles tears and uh, ACL tears as well. So it's like, you're not talking about just two guys who are just, you know, in the early 20s and had like some minor injuries that kept them out for a little while. Like these are older veteran guys with significant injuries. Like, I don't know if they're just going to hit the ground running from, from day one of the, of the season. No, but I don't think they're meant to. Even if they scrape and fight their way, all they're trying to do is make the playoffs and then they know they have a chance. Because if that team comes together, it could possibly be a team championship aspirations too. I'm not going to lie. Like three years ago, I'd be I'd have been like terrified of that big three. But right now, I I didn't ter- see them on the court. I didn't see them on the court first. I'm just like looking at them with like one eye open. Yeah, they're, they're definitely a dark, uh, dark horse for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, so after, I guess the next question I have here is, who do you think is having the worst offseason so far? It has to be Detroit. Yeah. Detroit? Yeah. Why? Detroit, they did a whole bunch of trades that make you think, are you mental? Let me see if I can pull them up. They, had, they got like 65 big men. And no guards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Let's see. What does that Detroit roster look like? Derrick Rose, Blake Griffin, uh, Svi Mikhailuk, Josh Jackson, Delon Wright, Jalil Okafor, uh, Zaire Smith. Wait, what? Uh, Trevor Ariza is on there. Yeah, I thought I just saw him on OKC. Wayne Ellington. I mean, it doesn't. Uh, like, like, look at their position, like Sadiq Bay, 
forward. Oh, they have the injury of ball now. Cedric Dumbia forward. Blake Griffin forward. Josh Jackson forward. Lewis King forward. Anthony Lamb forward. Okay, they have a couple of guards. You know, legit, it, like, the NBA has become like just a small forward league. A shooting guard and small forward. Yeah. Big, they have, De- I'm sorry, they have Missing Plumley, Jalil Okafo, Sergio Dumbia, Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson's a guard. Josh Jackson's not a class. Talk about a guy from Memphis. Yeah. He's a he's not guard. shooting guard slash, power forward, uh, slash small forward. He's 6'8", 207. Yeah, but he plays small forward. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't count him as a big... Like, he, he, you could put him at two guard. It'd be a weird two guard, but it's, it's a plausible two guard. I think the team having the, the quite, quietly the worst offseason might be Denver. Actually, between Denver and Charlotte. Why? Why? Charlotte, because of that contract they gave to, uh, what's his face? Um, Hayward. Makes no sense to me. That guy made one all-star team like three years ago and now it is on his second hundred plus million dollar deal. Does not add up to me. No, but he really he stuck up for Boston. He helped Boston out even after he came back from injury. He was helping them a lot before he went down in his injury. And but it was very injury prone though. Yeah, very injury prone, and it's just like to me that, that kind of money is that you you're betting on someone taking your franchise somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or well, unless you're giving to a young guy who you think has, like, even at that, like you still, he still has to have promise. I, I don't know if um, Gordon Hayward is that guy, bro. But don't, what do you mean by Denver Nuggets? Though I can I agree. Denver, I can talk, but Denver, no, Denver is amazing. Denver. Denver is yeah. amazing, but they lost Jeremy Grant, Tory Craig, mm. and Mason Plumlee this off season, all for, like in free agency. Like, all three of those guys were giving you major minutes. Last year, two of them were guarding Tory Craig and Jeremy Grant were guarding uh, Braun for a good chunk of that of the playoffs. And then you lose those two guys and uh, Plumlee, who was giving you good minutes at center, too. And you haven't replaced them with anyone. They got J. Michael Green. Yeah. And uh, Will Barton will be coming back. Will Barton was injured with his ACL the whole season, remember? True. Uh, yeah, he will be coming back. And Bobo will take a step forward. I'm sure they want that too. Because that guy is a baller. So they they like they have too many big men. I mean, right now they're still Jokic, Milsa, Bobo, um, Zik Naji, Michael Porter Jr. too. Like he plays the three and the four for them sometimes. So like then I can I get why they lost. I mean, it would have been better, but they couldn't pay all those people, man. Fair. Actually, you know what? I think I might, I might switch my Denver pick to Houston, just to pick on them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like even looking at it though, they have they did lose uh, Rocco, Demary Carroll, Gerald Green, Jeff Green, Austin Rivers. Like, those guys all played big, like. Uh, except for for Demario Carroll, everyone else they played pretty big minutes for them. Where's Austin Rivers? Uh, New York. Oh shit! Then. Yeah. And like, what's his name? Exactly. Like, who else is left in Houston? Like, so far we just know their big three. Who is like, 
not like two of them are, are coming off major injuries. But it's like, I don't know about the rest of that, of that roster. Because you just lost a bunch of guys who gave you good minutes. Lost Cote. You said? Also lost Robert Covington. That was yeah. big, 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 big for them. Because he was like the best defensive guy. All right. Um, roster, though. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to make a super fucking early finals prediction? Finals prediction. Yeah. How? The season is just, what, two weeks away? Might as well. You know what? I feel like for the Western Conference Finals, it would be... Lakers was who? Yeah. It would be... The Clippers. The LA Clippers versus Dallas. Wait, Paul, so who's going to knock out the Lakers... Uh, you know what? Now I'm curious to, to even go back. What, what round do you have the Lakers losing in? The previous round, but just because of positioning. Because the Lakers will not have the best record. Who will? Next, I feel like... If you tell me the, the Clippers, Clip- I'm, I'm booking a flight right now to the UK to slap you in the face, bro. The Nuggets, I feel like the Nuggets might have the best... Might have the best record. The Nuggets? Best. Yeah. Bro. I feel like... What they showed me in that playoffs, bro. What Jamal Morris showed and what that team showed, bro. The fact if they can grow up from that, especially with Michael Porter Jr. growing going up and getting better, Bobo getting some more minutes and stuff, they could be the best team. Like just for winning games. But yeah, that's well, why but then I, if you have them at number one. But uh, they have them but they're still gonna lose out. No, no, you said you said you have the, the Nuggets at, at the number one seed with the best yeah. record in the West. So where do you have yeah. the Lakers then? Lakers are gonna be at like four. Four? four? Yeah. yeah. So the champions who you just said had the best offseason so far are now at number four. How? Really now you Dallas is going to be Dallas is gonna be the third or sec, third. So now Dallas is better than the Lakers. This is interesting. And Clippers the second. What? Oh my! Th- All right. That's bad. Uh, <laughs> hey. Wait. So the Clippers, who have made pretty much no moves this off season. Sorry. Okay. No. No. Actually, now reverse that. Lakers second. Clippers fourth. Okay. Cool. But that's oh. better. But still, I feel like the Lakers would be number one seed. But like. Oh, I think they would be. I, I, I can because I here's the thing like even the Denver team that year the Denver team, Bro, guys the, are tired dude Denver we only played six more games in Denver like Denver yes. is tired too actually no we played oh, even less oh, games in Denver because all the series went to game eight. seven your average age versus Denver's average age is very different you guys dude, are, our team just got younger though 
Bro, your main players are, I mean, LeBron, first of all, he's tired. I will tell you that much. He's okay. not going to get all during the season. You guys are not a, you guys are not a, you guys are not an on-season team. Last season, the only reason why you went, went so hard was because LeBron had a chip on his shoulder because everyone was dissing him. Now, this season, I can tell you that even if he's going to strive for greatness or whatever, always, always, <laughs> it's not going to be... <laughs> It's not. It's not gonna be as hard as last season. He's not gonna go as hard because he needs oh, rest. Oh, this guy's disrespecting Brad's he's uh, mantra. His off season, which is usually meant to be like four months long, four months long, suddenly went down to like two months or a month. His body's his body's thrown off that, so it would take him time to adapt, especially because he's older. The younger teams are gonna have a better start, I think. Here's the thing. The, the reason why I'm not mad at number two is like if you get if you give LeBron that number two seed, bro, like I, he's still like he's still it's still Brown. He's still gonna like he's if once he gets in the playoffs, he's not gonna lose before the finals. Like the one time he didn't like he didn't make the finals in the last how many years is because he wasn't in the playoffs at all. Mm. So it's like get this man to the playoffs. And yeah. like he, he's he has that winner's mentality. Yeah. He has that winner's mentality. Like he's just like he's he's going to get you to you the know what? Let me tell you why I'm saying this because I think it's I just think it is time for the passing of the torch to who? The to Luca? Like yeah, I think like this season we're gonna see a lot more dominance from the from Yanis. Like it's not gonna be KD, Steph, um. Like it's not gonna be the usual household names that we knew. It's gonna be the younger ones because even Yanis is not is not from our household, bro. That's not what we grew up on. True. KD, yeah, Steph even came up a little bit. He was a late bloomer, but like the names that we're gonna be hearing so much more in highlights. That's even why the Pelicans have like fourteen national TV games this year. Who the fuck? What the fuck do they do? They didn't even make the playoffs. Oh, dude, is like, that's just Zion hype, bro? That's that- yeah, exactly from they, from last year the. the- Design because even the the one reporter who didn't vote for what's this dude's name? Um, no, for, um, the guy in Memphis, Ja, oh, the guy who, who didn't vote for Ja for Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. He only voted for for Zion because he said the the league changed uh, the schedule mid season to adjust for his uh, for his play and like put him on on like national TV. Um, and that was the reason why he voted for Ja for Zion over Ja, which makes zero sense to me because rookie of the year should go to the rookie who had the best rookie season, not the one who affected the schedule the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's that, that's I mean, he still won the trophy at the end of the day, so just the uh, hate if you want to remember that's that, yeah, and that's like I always remember as the hating ass guy who stopped. Yeah. Man, from from winning the undisputed or unanimous force, rather, yeah, most whatever, whatever the thing is. Uh, yo, you know, I had a, an idea the other day. We should start. Uh, we should do like a what do you call it? Uh my goodness, why am I losing my train of thought right now? Basketball, uh, fantasy basketball league. Yeah. Like I'd actually, I'd actually take it seriously this time too. Mm, okay, okay. I need to see if I can get back everyone though. Or you see if you can find more people too. 
Yeah. And then, and then add me in. Because at this um, point, it's like, there's there's really nothing. Like, I'm not doing anything outside of work anyway. So once I'm done work, it's like, I have time to sit down and like, make the... I know. Make the one, two, three, whatever. three people who would be down for sure. Yeah. Right, perfect. Maybe four. So far off the top of my head. I could see though. All right. So that you said that's just three so far? And how many yeah. do we need to make the league? Eight? Twelve? Maybe ten to twelve, yeah. Ten to twelve? All right, cool. Um it's and does that three include me and you so far? No. No, so we have five. Yeah, five yeah. to start. five to start. All right, perfect. And like we could even add, uh, add it to the podcast too, and like give reports. Let, let them know when I'm whooping your ass and all that. Uh, but yeah, I think that is pretty much the topics that I had kind of covered out for today. Do you have anything else that you any any NBA news that you thought was interesting? Mm. Adam, Adam Silver said that no one's going to be fined for smoking the marijuana this yeah, year. He's a good man. Yeah. He's a fucking good man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of players are going to be happy. They're going to be less fined. Dude, they're going to be less stressed. Exactly, yeah. They're not going to... They're probably going to smoke right before the game, you know. Just get... <laughs> I'm not even playing with you because what's his name? Steven Jackson... From the Spurs said that he used to smoke before every game. Yeah. Yeah. So like I mean, I'm like I feel like, like it helps some players. Some players not like won't do it still. For example, I, I doubt LeBron would be smoking before a game. No. Um, but then like a guy like JR might <laughs> you know, like, guys guys who don't get any playing time, like why why not? Like if you know for sure that you're not even gonna be like like, you might suit up for the game, but you might just end up playing garbage minutes. I think if you could play now, but imagine if there are people who played high. Like, I feel like a star could do it. What's his name? He used to take Viagra before every game. So <laughs> oh, like, yeah, Chad Ochoa. <laughs> oh, Ocho, was it was Ocho Cinco, Ocho. I think. Yeah. yeah, take Viagra before every game because now I have three legs to run. <laughs> Oh, bro, that is the that is that is, that might be the worst <laughs> fucking image of all time. Bro. Oh man, that is uh, insane. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like some players could could take it and could, you know, profit off it. Even yeah. while playing serious time, bro. Who knows? We'll find out. I'm sure we'll hear what scandal or another. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all that I have this week. Uh. So I guess starting like once the season gets started, part of what I'd want to do is kind of just do like uh, marquee games or like games that you think would be interesting during the week, and then we can hmm. make some like predictions as well. Maybe even like place a couple a couple like one dollar bets, whatever the case. And, Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm All right. And I guess are there any songs, any albums, or TV shows that you're listening to or watching that you want to put the listeners onto? 
whoever for whatever two people are going to listen to this episode. No. 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 All right. Uh, mine would be uh, Wizkid's new album. If I was I picking trash. What um, you heard? What? Sorry. <laughs> I heard someone say it was trash, and I saw someone on my snap say the album was actually trash. It was oh, just man. the same repeats again. Yo, like so, some of the beats are repeats from from the previous album, um, but uh, th- this one's actually fucking good. Like uh, the song with her, then there's the one called "Blessed." There is "True Love." Like there's there's actually a few slaps on there. Have you heard "Koroba" from Tiwa Savage? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a bop. All right, cool. All right, well, uh, thank you very much for listening, um, you know, and tuning into to this episode of uh, Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. We'll be back yep. again next week with another episode. Um, and yeah, I think that that's maybe I need to come up with a better way to.